When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to Geekscape, and uh, I just got the okay from the T-Radio V studio that we are on the air and uh, talking to you guys. This is Geekscape. This is your first Geekscape. We're going to talk movies, video games, comic books, TV, and everything that happens in the pop culture genre world. Uh, but chances are this is not your first Geekscape, so thanks for coming back. We have been here for, uh-oh, nine years, but I only say that because you know what we got coming up, episode 400 of Geekscape, and we're going to have a pretty good episode, a pretty big one. There's going to be guests, there's going to be some surprises, and I think you guys will be able to watch it live. Kenny Craig will be there. There'll be Will fireworks. Will be there. That's the plan. Uh, and I've been putting a lot of work into planning it. That's the big episode 400, but you know what? Forget that. What? For now. Already? Yeah. For now. That Let's was like a big announcement. Because, All of a sudden you're like, because memento that shit? Just put it. Put a pin in it. Okay. Circle the calendar. What were you talking know about? Know that it's coming, and details will be up at geekscape.net, and they'll also be up on our Facebook and Twitter. But right now we're doing Geekscape number 399. Yeah. The final Geekscape before Big 400, and we uh, do this we we do this every week, and we always have co-host Kenny Craig. How you doing, Jonathan? Will Sterling. Yo, and I, don't even, I don't even get the co-host label. I'm just here. <laughs> you co-host. <laughs> we have co-host. a random guy who yeah. sits in the studio. Yeah, and then studio. that guy who just <laughs> shows up. Jacked as fuck. Do you see no, what they do? that's you, Kenny. <laughs> hey man, what are you doing on a geek show, bro? You looking swole? That's why I got my Daleks T-shirt on. Are right you now. here? <laughs> hey man, just take my lunch money and go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Geekscape. You guys know the drill, but uh, every week we also have a co-host. Our co-host today is from what I'm going to say is the best show on television. Yes. I think I really do. I'm not being facetious. I think it's the best show on t- TV. If you guys are watching, it premieres tonight. Better Call Saul. We've got Michael Mando, who plays Nacho on the series. Hey, guys, and thank you he for this very in the nice... studio. Uh, That's exciting. Very nice intro. You guys are really sweet. <laughs> so, Michael, uh, and I was talking earlier with my buddy Ryan. Uh, this I've seen the first two episodes of season two. I've seen all of season one. I've seen all of Breaking Bad, but... There was always that reservation when they went to a spinoff, right? Remember right. when they, they announced Better Call Saul, you're like, how are they going to do a Saul Goodman series? Because right. Breaking Bad, it was one of those rare uh, rare occasions where I think everybody was unanimously happy with the way it ended. Yeah. yeah. The entire series is phenomenal. 
And then you have a great character in Saul Goodman, and it's like, oh, they announced a, a spinoff, maybe a prequel kind of thing, and mm-hmm. you're like, how's that going to work? But you can't doubt the talent that brought you Breaking Bad. Right, Because right? right. after watching season one, you're like, holy shit, this worked. And then the first two episodes of season two, I'll tell you right now, it's just as good, and it still claims the prize as the best show on television. The writing, everything is amazing. And this man right here... Nacho, <laughs> Michael, thank you so much. What's up with that show? Thank you so much. How's you it know so what? good, dude? I can tell you the truth. It actually gets better. Jesus Honestly, Christ! The, the, Here, the, I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna the push last... the mic closer to you. Am, yeah. little, am I? Am I too far? You're good. You're good. Am I good? Now here? you're good. Now you're good. The, the the show really gets better. It gets better and better as the season progresses. I mean. You know what? It all starts with the writing. Right. Really, honestly, it's just the way it is. When you have great written material, when you have people like Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould and Thomas Schnauz and Jennifer Hutchinson and Gordon Smith, I mean, they breed their writers up. You know, Uh like Gordon Smith used to be an assistant uh, for Vince Gilligan and then became a writer's assistant and then wrote his first ever episode in season one, which was nominated for an Emmy. Oh, wow. Holy crap. 5-0. Gordon Smith wrote that episode. Oh, so, and now he's, and now the writer, he's yeah. one of the writers. He wrote, he wrote two episodes this season, and they're just fantastic. Wow. And here's a guy who grew up, you know, being Vince's right-hand man and then, right. you know, learning in that room. And I think that's where it starts. And then everybody sees how, you know, how much they care about the show, how everybody's involved, that it means something to them. And that trickles down to every single department. And I think that's how you come up with shows like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And he's also, I mean, is Vince a big perfectionist or? Vince, you know. With, so with the script, with the script. I'm not saying he's. Well, listen, yeah. you, you, you play, like, you play Vince, uh, a Vince Gilligan kind of show verbatim. You right. don't go improvising. You don't, right. you don't try to ad lib or, you know, switch words or whatever. Because they, they've thought about every word. It is the way it is for a reason. You know, they thought about it. If yeah. you can't figure it out, ask a question, try to understand it. But um, he's the nicest guy. They're collaborative, really collaborative people. You know, there are many times you you can feel free to call him or write him an email and say, hey, I was thinking about this moment. I didn't really, you know, I have this question. And they'll they'll collaborate with you. And if ever they think that your idea makes sense, they'll go and they'll change it up. Wow. In, in the, wow. But the amount that that happens yeah. is very, very, you're very little. With, you're working with geniuses. You, you are. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I keep the breaking the first episode of Breaking Bad script, I just kind of leave it in like a doc. Whenever I'm screenwriting and I'm like, I'm thinking about creative ways to do things. I just, it's one of you're, my... You're a writer? Yeah, it's just one of my go-to scripts where I'm like, the way he's describing things is phenomenal. And you yeah. can just tell that the guy is super talented. And that first episode of Breaking Bad, that first script is one of the things that, like, whenever people ask me about writing, I'm just like, I'm going to send you this episode and uh, put your head around how good it's written and how tight it is. And good luck not yeah. being completely intimidated and ever picking up a pen again. Right. <laughs> right like, I mean, are you uh, ever intimidated by the talent? You know, you know what it is? Or are you, it's like, structure. Yeah. Structure. What I, what I realized... Um, reading and, and ha- being having the privilege in season one to actually not be in the show that much. Right. That was a, a big blessing because I got to study the scripts from far. I got to go on set all the time. And I think it's structure. They're, they're, their shows are very well structured. They have this great giant board in the writing room where, you know, they have this tape divided in four 
the cue cards are all written by the same person. Everything they do the is different color for different storylines and things um, like that. I or? didn't see much Can you colors. Take pictures next time. Thomas Schnauss. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they I posted. Need pictures. If you go to Thomas Schnauss's account, okay. he he posted a few pictures. On Twitter. Of the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's awesome. not cool. like they're very open with the way they do it. It's not a secret. Or do you have I a script be... so that I can read? No, can I? <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. When I knew I was in for a treat, you know, I I had never read one of their scripts, and when I read the the first episode of the first season. They had the, the description, you know, remember in the Cinnabon? Yeah. Yeah. So it started off, uh, you know, we're very close in. We're in black and white. Uh, what is it? What shape is in an existential thing? What are we, what are we, what are we watching? And then he goes, is it this? Is it that? And then Vince Gilligan wrote it and he goes, no, dumbass. It's a donut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just shocked at the way he was talking to the audience who right. was reading it. It, right. was, it was fun. But he's implying tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's doing that thing where it's like when... When it's on the screen, you're going to get the tone of this, and that educates the cinematographer, that educates right. the car, it educates yeah. everybody involved. Yeah, yeah. And, and I have never read, the, and I have awesome. never read descriptions like that where the writer is winking at the at the person reading it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless yeah, the of the dialogue. The viewer won't see that. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought I was, I just thought that was so cool. That's and, awesome. The yeah. viewer won't see that, but I think the viewer will feel. Oh it. yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like, but the, you know, there's no voice saying, "Hey, dumbass." It's phenomenal. I, mean? I think but that framing still... device of the Cinnabon, like, yeah. it's just who'd have thought that when Breaking Bad ended that this is where <laughs> he goes. That this yeah. is where it was going to start up again was. In hiding or witness protection, something with Saul Goodman being in a Cinnabon, like right. that is, that's either crazy or genius. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the side of genius because you know the record speaks for itself. Um, were you you knew when you were going into audition, you're like I'm going to audition for Better Call Saul. Were you intimidated at all by the Breaking Bad, you know, history? You know, it's funny. I think I think the higher the stakes, the better I get in, uh-huh. in a way. You know, the welcome more. Welcome to Geekscape. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. This is it. This is the end. You had a good I, run. I was. I would no, but I was. I was really. Um, I was uh, excited, you know. I, I couldn't sleep. I just couldn't wait to go into that room and Knock it and out. be able to, you know, just give my best. I was really excited about that because the writing is also so good. Yeah. So you know, you have as an actor a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. But I was lucky because I wasn't aware of Breaking Bad when I was auditioning. I didn't. I hadn't really seen any TV shows at all wow. Why is at it? that time. You know what? It's funny. I, I used to watch a movie a day, and I used to be really into films, and I, I couldn't get attached to um, the television. I felt like it, it required a certain kind of commitment. Right. And there's and, so much of it. Right. Yeah. There's like eight seasons of something, and you're like, oh, my God. And everyone's right. like, you have to start from the beginning right. of Lost. Yeah. Right? And, 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 you know, you, you see the devices. You know, they're, they're hooking you in every mm-hmm. episode. Right. And I just thought that it wasn't for me. I thought features were for me, and I never really gave TV a chance. When I was, um, I was, I was uh, really lucky. I had a big year in 2014. I had two CSA nominations in Canada, Four Orphan Black and Rookie Blue. And I said to myself, you know, I, I'd like to go to the States. And then this came along, and that's when I said, okay, I'll, I'll take this seriously. And I started watching Breaking Bad for the first time, and my jaw just dropped. I couldn't believe what I was missing, and how amazing, really, television was. It was like reading a novel. Right. And it it had you and you can't do that in a film. You can't you know be as descriptive mm-hmm. right. in a film as you can in television. Right. And uh, I knew right right away that I would be really lucky to be on it. And, and now uh, it's true. <laughs> but Orphan Black's a big geek show for us. Right. Like, yeah. A lot of the geekscape is like Orphan Black. Right. I haven't I haven't jumped into it quite yet because so again it's that really? same thing where it's like there's so yeah. many shows on TV. 
all of them are out of quality with the Netflix originals and now that's Amazon. A, that's it's like a it's all getting one, away. Though. Yeah, Orphan Black is a priority one. Time. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. Oh, it is now that this man's sitting. No, on yeah, but right. I mean, I remember. I, it's I awesome. Had, I got into it after season two had finished, mm-hmm. and people had told me over and over how good it was. And they on BBC America, like every Saturday, they would have two episodes. And so I would just record them and watch them two at a time. And I was like, why does it take me yeah. even two years to get into this show? Because it used to premiere after Doctor Who, the first season premiere. And you're Doctor a fan. Who, and I am a fan of Doctor Who. But I missed it. And now I'm like, oh, I can't get enough well, of that show. Well, isn't that what saved Breaking Bad was the whole idea that like after season three, they mm-hmm. didn't know if it was coming back. Right. Uh, if they didn't, if they thought season four was going to be a truncated season or something. I mean, I'm probably, you know, rough with the facts, but... And then it it allowed the movie to, it allowed the show to be on Netflix and then for everybody to discover it. Right. So by the time season four started up, it was just like a a steamroller. Mm-hmm. Everybody was it, into it. It revolutionized. I think I th- I think Breaking Bad was one of those shows that really revolutionized the way we watch TV. Right. The moment it got it hit Netflix, I think the binge watching phenomenon started, and that's right. what really saved the show. It was awesome. They, every year they were thinking of. They might get canceled. Right, they maybe. <laughs> this cultural phenomenon that, eh, yeah, maybe. you know, yeah. we maybe don't need it. But you can't blame them. You can't blame them because again, it was the big, it was the forefront, right, right. of all this. And now and you're a Charlie, part of it, brother. Charlie Collier, who runs AMC, mm-hmm. is also a genius. Yeah, and he's the one who believed in Breaking Bad, also from the very beginning. The producers, Mark Johnson, who believed in Vince Gilligan from the X File days and way before, who's still with, who's still producing Vince Gilligan work. And our other producers, Melissa Bernstein and Nina Jack. There are so many, so many talented and intelligent people that we know about and so many that we don't know about. Right. And the few that I'm mentioning are, are also the reason why, you know, Vince Gilligan, you know, was able to get so much support from Mark Johnson, who also produced Breaking Bad, and Melissa Bernstein, and Charlie Collier at AMC, who lets, you know, Vince and Peter run it the way they want to run it, who take risks on black and white and, you That's know, crazy. jumping back and forth in time so well i'm sure you guys all watched the walking dead last night we'll talk about that when we come back because amc is one of our favorite networks we all watch walking dead and you know what we're gonna get preacher pretty soon which is another popular comic book among us geeks but right now we're gonna stop for a a spot break this guy over here michael is gonna do a little live tweeting during the east coast (laughs) okay airing of this episode and then we'll be right back with more Michael Mando, more Geekscape, and more Better Call Saul, maybe some Far Cry 3. We'll just talk. We'll come back and hang out. Okay. This is Geekscape. All right. Sounds good. All right, Geekscapers, we're back on Geekscape with Michael Mando, and uh, we were on the subject of The Walking Dead. I watched the premiere last night. I don't know if you guys liked the mid-season premiere, but I watched it. Did you watch it? I did not. I did. A lot of zombie violence, and I don't yeah. want to spoil anything for all the Geekscapists who haven't seen The Walking Dead yet, but... Spoil um, it, who cares? <laughs> no, no, all I, all I want to say is, holy shit, the teaser before the credits mm-hmm. is was is probably a top five Walking Dead moment. Violence-wise or just top five? Uh, no, um, it was just well done, and you're just like, okay, what is all this? Where's this going? Mm-hmm. You know, and This is season six, right? <laughs> yep. You start stressing out. You know, they're going to, I mean, if you guys have read the comics, the Negan character is the big bad in The Walking Dead. Jeffrey D. Morgan got cast as him. Oh, that's right. And, like, you just kind of see the screws getting turned in this scene, and then it it kind of gets to the point where, you know, you are you really can't take anymore. And then the way that they, it just watch the damn show. It's awesome. <laughs> well, I, thought, I thought the opening was amazing. And the, the, the episode was good. The opening was amazing. Okay. So, 
we were talking about AMC and all these brilliant geniuses over at AMC who uh, basically take all of our time away from us as geeks because <laughs> all we spend our time watching it. And but you learn because you're right. You're a yeah, writer, right? Yeah. So you learn. You. But my you friend learn. Larissa directed one of your episodes last season. Larissa Kondracki. She directed a Better I Call Saul. Was it on on the episodes? episodes, episodes? Did, no, unfortunately. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she's a film school friend. <laughs> You'll just and have to take his word. Awesome. <laughs> no, I, 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 I totally, I, I loved every single she episode. She did Walking Dead and she did... Which episode? Do you know? I don't know which... Uh, she did like the second to last episode of Saw. I know everybody was extremely happy with, with everything, she's, but I, yeah, I didn't really get talented. to work with them. She's really talented. I'm like, all right, let's see. I mean, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Is she yeah. going to do the same thing with you with the uh, Supernatural now? Hey, man. When, when do gonna, those come out? We're going to keep all that on the DL, bro. <laughs> what? We what? You can only, so, we can only talk yeah. about the, the Warner You're going to be directing the, the Warner Brothers the Warner Brothers stuff. <laughs> that, he can't say. That, the, the Warner He's Brothers, directing the new X-Men? The, He's what? directing the new X-Men. <laughs> the Warner Brothers stuff is not a topic of conversation. You're actually Brian Singer? What? <laughs> but the plastic surgery looks no, good. No, let's just no, say, no, can, let's just say I like to direct and sometimes people like me to direct for them. And <laughs> but this is Geekscape. This is where we. T- this is for the fans. Yeah. This is where we talk yeah, about what other people want to know this. And they absolutely will as soon as we do. Oh, well, good luck more to you. To I, I hope it works. Maybe I'll out. cast this Michael Mando guy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll cast him. I'll come yeah. in and kick some ass. Kick some ass, or you know what? I'm Just like I used to out. know you when you were Sorry, Michael. I supported you from the start. Yeah. Michael, we gave the role to. Polly Shore. I'm sorry, Michael. I'm sorry. John Cla- Van Damme is dubbing your lines. Hey, I, I love hey. both of those actors, man. Hey, I'm a big Van Damme do- Dude, Van Damme is one of the guys who I would love to have on Geekscape. Not yeah. that you're the not, muscles from like, Brussels. That's yeah. right. we, guys, when we used to do uh, Geek Drum, which is a show before Geekscape started, uh, it was when it was audio only. I would come on and do the IDs and be like, "Hey, what's up? You're listening to this, you know as Van Damme." Okay. But like my register changed. <laughs> I went through like a post, like a late puberty or something, and I can't. I can't don't do know. The Van I, I don't know if I can totally do Van Damme anymore, but maybe I'll bring it back. I'll work on my Van Damme again. It's been a while since I did Van Damme. Okay. But. I'd like to see you do Every Van Damme. I'd like happens. to see Van Damme come back. Yeah. Dude, I, I love Van Damme. You know, speaking of Van Damme, he did an amazing film I loved very much a couple of years ago called JCVD. Yeah, oh, I want yeah. to see JCVD too. You, you should see that. No, it's so good. That's real kick-ass. That yeah. monologue he does in the middle of the movie. And honestly, like, I don't know if you fans of Geekscape who are film guys are fans of Van Damme or not. Because, you you know, if you think you're highbrow or something. Sure. Watched this movie. Yep. This Belgian filmmaker. I don't know what he went on to do. This guy from Belgium. or Who no made this idea. movie. But there's a monologue like three quarters of the way through this movie, just uncut to camera. They do a little bit of a camera gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. And it's like, it's basically what Sylvester Stallone did this year in Creed, where it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy's an actor That's first, right. he's yeah. an really action good. figure yeah. second. Yep. And anybody who thinks Van Damme's not an actor, like that, what oh, Michael's yeah. talking I mean, about, I mean, That's look, awesome. I mean, anything that those, all those action guys, it's not easy. You know, right. it really is not. Try going on in front of the camera and, and saying like a one line. Right, and sort not of before, sound super before, yeah, stupid. Before yeah. like a, a ship blows up. Yeah. Right, yeah. If you record yourself doing that. It's not easy. Yeah. You, it practice takes in front of the mirror or something? Do you ever do no, that? No, I you ever think do that? You don't, you don't want to practice. I don't do the practicing in front of the mirror thing because I, I think to me I like to, I don't want to say work from the inside out, but I you want to understand the truth of it. And if you're too focused on what it looks like, right. then you're... You're not really focused on what it, what you're actually saying. You're not there. You're. I think if you if you if you know what you're talking about, if you know what you're saying, if you studied the text, then it will come out truthfully. Mm-hmm. 
So, so you just go out in the desert and blow shit up and then do it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no cameras. Yeah, no. It's too vain for me. <laughs> I want to act in the dark. That's right. <laughs> I'll accept the role, but I won't be on your show. Yeah. <laughs> when you're working with somebody like... <laughs> I'm too much of an artiste. I will be boss. Turn but off I'm not the lights. Yeah, but no. I got this, video, bro. Okay. I got this. Just trust me. We're you got a lighter? Light. You got a lighter? When you're acting with somebody like uh, Jonathan Bay, so right. like that's like getting in a ring with somebody right yeah um, he's phenomenal you know what it's funny because you, you don't really know what your dynamic is going to be with another actor until you are actually in the with, scene in the scene with the other actor and it's funny because uh banks brought out um i mean look jonathan banks is a legend yeah he okay? was in crocodile he's, dundee 3 he's been <laughs> he's been acting Did you ask him about twice that? as long as i've been alive that's wow. insane. Shit. That's crazy. But did you ask him about Crocodile Dundee? No, I didn't ask him about <laughs> I didn't ask him about any past things that he that he's ever done. I'd have been like Paul Hogan. Cool. <laughs> cool guy. No, but but he he really is a legend in yeah, terms yeah. of cinema. Oh, yeah. And this guy's yeah. got so much experience and what it brought out out of me was um as my character there was a respect. Like there was right. um you can't help but relate to him as a paternal figure. Oh yeah. And it it wasn't really like going into the ring with someone, you know, like a giant. It was more like um, it was like this kind of like he was like the sage, you know, the wisdom, right, the right. wisdom, and I was the and I felt like the young, ambitious guy who who had a lot to learn. Mm. So it was like uh, you're like he's Obi Wan and you're Anakin, <laughs> <laughs> like that whole thing. Well, I don't know. Well, you'd have to watch. Like, the, you, have to, you have to watch to <laughs> like see. It's an Anakin type thing, right? Then, that's where Vince says, "What is it? A donut? A lightsaber? <laughs> yeah. No <Yeah>. dumbass. <laughs> no <laughs> dumbass. It's the USS Stop Enterprise." <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to make things relatable for the Geekscape. Right? Yeah, right, right. I put things in Star Wars <laughs> you, terms. You, yeah, you have yeah. to. Have and be like, I don't know what you're saying, Michael, but if you relate it to Star Wars, you'll have that. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, so when you say Geekspace, what do you, Geekscape, what do you yeah. mean? You, you keep referring I to think your fans like you don't know if they'll like the this I think the Geekscape is, I think, I think it's our language, you know, this pop culture language of Comic-Con. Like, you've been yeah. to Comic-Con to promote yeah. it? Like, it, yeah. that's us. That's who we are. So sometimes I like to put things in the Geekscape terms. So... If if Jonathan Banks is your Jedi Master, then you're the Padawan learning. I think yeah 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 absolutely. I, I could say see that. I would say he he took on that. I think it was his energy. It was just like me, you know, as Nacho speaking to a guy who I knew had more life experience than I can even comprehend. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're when you're in your 30s, you don't know what it's like to be in your 70s. No, right. You can't you can't imagine what it's like. And when you see a guy like Mike, you know, Ermintraut. Who's who's been in the military and the army? Who's you know been around all these drug dealers? Who's had all this life experience? Right. You can't help but uh, feel like you have something to learn. Yeah. And that episode last year. Oh my the, god. The Better Call Saul episode that had I Mike's like origin. Move. Oh yeah. yeah. Where like you see what happened in Philadelphia. Broke my yeah. boy. That made, <laughs> That was. It's hard for me to pick a better like the best episode of the season, but that one right there. Is I a think that was my number one. In in, in I. I got to tell you guys, like, the evidence is there. And I'm not just saying that because Michael's here. This is the best show on TV right now. Oh, thank you so and much. And you guys, it premieres Gordon today. Smith, speaking of, I, uh -huh. I, I don't know if we were aired when we talked about writers. Yeah. yeah. Gordon Smith wrote that. That's his first ever published 
television uh, episode. This wow. just in, and he I'm was an Emmy, Emmy yeah. nominated yeah. first right. episode. And he's like, and Emmy right nominated. off the bat, Emmy nominated. How long you and been it's doing? one yeah. of the best episodes of the season. This How long you been writing, uh, Jonathan? <laughs> um, do you guys have anything I can open a vein with? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have no, no, but don't, 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 don't look at it like that. No, look at it like that, Jonathan. You don't know what what these people's trajectory has been. How many rejections they've had. I'm starting to get the gist of mine. See, you may be the inverse bell curve. You just go down all the way. What then are you the now? You're, you're, no, you've got go as a writer, as a writer, this you're gonna hit your peak in. all throughout your life, all throughout your. Am 80s. I gonna right. am I gonna hit my yeah. peak before or after my wife leaves me? No, <laughs> no, no, no. no negativity. I believe. Uh, just stay positive, guys. <laughs> no, don't stay positive. Work your ass. Oh off. yeah, yeah. Do that too. Just yeah, yeah. but keep a positive uh, attitude. Okay, I'm writing all this down. Keep a. Positive. And I want I want 15 percent of everything that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, because of that one sentence. Keep a positive attitude. Formerly a life coach. Yeah, I yeah. His, life. his mentality forever. <laughs> From forever. Positive attitude. All right. Well, guys, we're gonna keep a positive attitude. You guys are gonna keep listening. We're gonna stop for another break. Michael's gonna do a little bit of live tweeting. If you guys are on the East Coast watching Better Call Saul, if you're on the West Coast, you better you better turn on that DVR. And get ready to watch this show. Uh, it premieres tonight. Second season of Better Call Saul. We'll be right back with Michael Mando, and I'm gonna keep things positive here in the studio until you get back. <laughs> All right, we're back here on Geekscape with Michael Mando. He's just doing some live tweeting. Don't worry. Yeah. No, he's, he's got. No, no, you don't have to put it away because you know what? Better Call Saul season two starts right now on the East Coast. Yeah, it's, it's we're like live right it. now. If anybody's listening to us, yeah, on the uh, East Coast and watching, they're tune very in on confused. AMC and, and no. keep one ear to the. Uh... They're watching two things at once. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are rude. No, the, are rude. The, it's the no, kids I'm, these days. They can multitask. They're yeah. probably also watching a Twitch streamer at yeah. the exact same time. And periscoping. It. Yep. Hey, yeah. Oh. Periscope yeah. them watching three different things. Mates. Hey, if you're listening to this and watching Better Call Saul, put your pants back on. <laughs> All right, They're at home. Geekscape, come on, do it. And that one's your dad no, in the room. No pants at home. <laughs> Is that your rule? <laughs> That's my no rule. Pants are, no pants no at home. No pants like at home. Yeah. I like that rule. So, so Kenny, you are a big video game player. Absolutely. What was your response when I told you that Voss was going to be in the studio? My pants were off. Okay, well, hailed up. You guys. <laughs> no, they were on. They were on before. If you guys are fans of the Far Cry series, you guys know that Michael played the big bad guy, right? Like the right? big crazy yeah, boss. fucking blow up everything bad guy. Like, can you explain this to me? It's, a, it's he's okay. The difference is he's not just a blow up everything kind of bad guy. Okay. It's like the. I think Voss as like as a character really changed um, like video games. Like you, you're talking about like what like way? Vince Gilligan uh, like changed like the way TV is written. I think Voss as a character like on Far Cry Three um, changed uh, changed like antagonists in video games hmm. because like well I I was watching like um, I played that game probably for like 200 hours more than I should have, which <laughs> which is wow. which so is you ridiculous. played it for 800 hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a little geek math here, folks. No, so uh, but but Voss is like character in like Far Cry 3 is it was like a real person like most people like in video games you're like okay that's the antagonist we gotta kick his ass like how you played it like was it was like a real person on the screen no 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 no. he was so fucking nuts (laughs) but he's sympathetic but but you can see him as like an actual person that's Michael he's right here yeah he's gonna cut your face I know but now like how he's gonna cut your face off and wear his mask I know you're so sweet in real life but yeah yeah don't tell me the definition of insanity thank you so much for that that means a lot and I have to say, you know, the way the fans have reacted to that, and they still do until yeah. I mean, all my, you know, a quarter of my tweets are always referring to Voss, and yeah. I, I love that so much because when we came, when we 
came up with that character, we didn't know. We had no idea. Yeah, he wasn't idea. even. Yeah. What do you mean? That, that character no. didn't exist before he it went didn't. in. It didn't. And and they yeah. and they gave me a lot of leeway to write and to improvise and to rewrite. And we were just. And this just happened in the like, the voice recording stage, or it, well, the, you... the reason also why it's so revolutionary is that they usually they 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 have like a, a character that they draw, mm-hmm. and then they have an actor come in and do the voice for that character, mm. and then they have a third actor that does the movements. The mocap. Yeah. Yeah. In this particular case. We were. Uh, it was like a. They had Brent, uh, Brent George, and Daryl Purdy, who who weren't film directors or video game directors, and the game was sort of like in mayhem. And they brought in these young guys. They. I. I did an audition. The character was supposed to be like. This is another example of mm-hmm. how you you can get lucky completely out of left field. The character was supposed to be six three, very stoic and unemotional. Mm-hmm. And I came in and I and you had like you could pick one out of like eight accents. And I came in and I gave him someone that was very, very fiery. You know, I, ca- I remember came in, I starting the scene like I was licking my fingers, like I had just finished eating. Yeah. And he takes his middle finger and, and sort of rotates it in his mouth <laughs> and licks it out as a as a big fuck you to the um right. to the guy he was doing the scene with, which wasn't in the script. And I was so lucky that there was someone like Brent George who was sitting there, who said, "I like that." Yeah. It's it's bald, it's uh bold, it's ballsy and it's different and it's a risk, but I like it. So he came in and he and we went into uh, they hadn't written a, a script at the time and we went into a recording studio and he kept saying he said, you know, say a joke as Voss. Say uh, uh, this as Voss. How would Voss react to this? And I just kept improvising. You're it. You were the character. Well, we were finding yeah, it. And then right. when we when we were rehearsing, they were they had a camera just like this. And they were taping our rehearsals. And we were lucky that the rehearsal went all the way up to Paris. Wow. And the brass of Ubisoft saw the rehearsals. Wow. And they said, I want what they're doing on that camera, mm-hmm. on that rehearsal. I want that in the game. Right. And they said, well, we can't because this particular actor has, you know, it's all about like the, the, the spaces on your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they said, we can't because this actor's faces on his face move. In a particular way that if we put him on another character, it oh. doesn't work. Wait, was it you were the other person that that was doing? Well, they, like, they, so had, they the had they had a design. They had a design. Oh, okay. I was that gonna, was the six three guy. Yeah, I was going to okay. do the body and the voice for right. it, and they couldn't match the movements mm. of the character they had, uh, especially in the face. Right, there's a suit, but different. there's also a, a, a one with the dots and yeah. the camera yeah, pointed at you. Exactly for the facial recognition. Yeah, stuff. and they and they couldn't match it, and they actually let me go. Wow. Yeah, and then wow. uh, a week. I they don't let know you how. Go. They were like, "Sorry." Yeah, they're like, "They're great. like, yeah, kind sorry, of, it's great. This it's is gonna revolutionize come video games." Yeah. But later. Sorry, we, <laughs> sorry, we really want you, but yeah. we just can't have hey, you. Come no, back. You're not six three enough. Come back, come, back when you're, come back when you're a six three black guy. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then they called me back, and Lucien Soulbon, who wrote the definition of insanity monologue, was wrote him and I hit it off right away and he was there and he said then they had given me the camera for the first time yeah they have an infrared camera we didn't have those little dots that you put on the, the face anymore and um I did that speech not knowing what they were going to do I heard I thought it was for a demo yeah uh-huh. the E3 I thought it was like a demo that they were going to do for Far Cry like 3. a new character maybe or something they, they, they yeah. didn't say anything they just gave me the speech they said come down with that character and we had two days we had one day of rehearsal and one day where we actually shot it and the day of rehearsal is where I had the accent, you know, the Spanish yeah, right, accent. Right, right, right. And uh, Daryl and I thought that, you know, this is the way we should go, and we were very excited about it. And then the next day, I, I show up to the set, and they say, don't do the accent. 
What? And you're thinking as an actor, you know, as you're changing into your mocap right. multicolored uh, suit, you're thinking it must have been really bad yeah. for them not to want me to do what I did yet in the rehearsal. Yeah. So I do that, and then I, I don't hear from them, and then suddenly I, my phone starts ringing a couple of weeks later, and people are like, is that you? Is that – because they hadn't released my name yeah. at the time. And I, I was so ashamed of it because I oh, thought – Because you thought it sucked. I thought they, it sucked. You hadn't oh, seen it no. yet. That I, yeah. I, I kind of didn't want – like I was thinking to myself, because right, that you know, no, no it I was mean, not me. I, I mean, you gotta own, up to, you gotta own yeah. up to it. But I was just thinking, it's just gonna go away by right. itself, you know. It's and it ended up being this huge, huge, overwhelming success. And then they brought me back, and we we got to do the other scenes. And a lot of the vast movements were revolutionizing, even the way the camera were, because mm-hmm. at the time we had cameras with uh, cables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, if one of the scenes, I don't know if you remember where he does the kerosene. Oh yeah. And it twirls. Yeah. We actually couldn't shoot that because I would get caught up yeah, in, the, the cable. In, in the cable. Yeah. And they told me come back in two weeks and they had new cameras. Wow. That's awesome. We invented wireless <laughs> just <laughs> for you, Michael. But no. So but, but that was, that's also a testament to the great people at Ubisoft who were like, you know what? We're not going to sacrifice the performance. Yeah. Right. We're going to go and up the technology. Yeah. And, and every time we kept shooting, the technology kept getting better and better. Yeah, we're, like, we're not going to sacrifice those pirouettes that you dig magnificently. Yeah. And then the great thing is the brass who saw it in, in France, who saw the actual video, uh-huh. decided to do the promotion. And yeah. we went to Thailand. I don't know if you guys saw it, the Far Cry experience. What? No. You didn't see that? Oh, is that the thing for the uh, – remember the promotion and it had – what's his name? Christopher uh, Mintz-Plas. Christopher Mintz-Plas, yeah. Mintz-Plas. yeah. It had, yeah. We have about like uh, almost 40 minutes of footage on yeah. the internet. And then we have like a – I did a, see that. A small scene in an asylum. And those were all shot because they they really they really liked what was in the game, but they also really liked what we were doing in live action in rehearsal. And the great thing about that is that the face they took the characters the actor's face to make a character. So right. when people say you are Vas, it's they actually totally, yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I, it's see, like they I make. Thought that was, I thought that was just Thailand. Yeah, that's just what Thailand's Thailand like. Thailand is just Far Cry. That's not just what Thailand's like. Thailand, you go to Thailand, you don't get to just blow shit up. <laughs> yeah, you just get to eat a lot of everywhere. Sticky mango rice. But you're right. <laughs> I, but I, man, I hate it? those. Oh man, I eat too much of those. I used to really? have like I used to stuff them in my uh, pocket in my uh, military pant pocket. <laughs> oh, hopefully not during Daniel Rice. Customs. Oh, <laughs> sticky mango rice. What the heck? It was like this. It's like this dessert. It's like rice and mango. Looks like a. Protein you tried to bring bar. it back to the states. No, I was. I'm not Probably trying to not do anything. I gained so much weight. <laughs> That's all you do in set. You just eat. Yep. <laughs> like on set, it's like I don't know what else to yep. do. Well, I got downtime, so just go hang out at Crafty. I'm gonna yeah. go eat. Person's like, you need to leave. Um, that's awesome though, yeah. and I think that's becoming more prevalent as the technology goes, especially if they have cameras on the actors anyway. The, the, the no doubt the the characters of the game have to start representing the actors who are performing them. Yeah. Well, at what point do they just? download the actor's likeness and sound into the game. Right. And they're like, hey, Michael, we don't really need you anymore. Uh, we got Voss. He's in the game. And now it's like the lawnmower man. It's like... <laughs> they did that with Brando, you know? Yeah. And Superman. They didn't need him for... That's right. Superman they just used his face and they, they mimicked it. And huh. I, I guess uh, I watched that last... Footage. I watched that last uh, Hunger Games movie. Yeah. And oh. Philip Seymour Hoffman had died and they, right. and they did some scenes like that. It's just insane where it's going. Young uh, Jeff Bridges in Tron. But that's an amazing story because, I mean, has the Voss thing led to... to other work. I mean, do you play video games yourself? You know, I'm not. I'm not really big on playing video games or anything like that. But um, uh, it, 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 I was just really lucky. I was at the right place at the right time, and I was working with the right people. And for me to be part of that, like you say, huge transition into yeah. the video game world, 
to be a to be part of that pioneering kind of uh, character change is just a, I'm just grateful for it. Would would you like to do more video games in the future? Yeah. Or could I, you even? Because like you may you're like the best for like Oh, that's Voss. He can't be. Yeah. yeah. He's not yeah. he's not the third Mario brother. <laughs> no, I'd love to. I'm, I'm attracted to I'm attracted to great characters, and yeah. great stories, working with great people. So we can start the rumor that you're playing the third Mario brother. <laughs> <laughs> the secret Mario Luigi. brother. That's right. <laughs> like that's tell you this definition. Adolfo, you've been gone all these years. I've been trapped by Bowser. Oh. Captain <laughs> or whatever the heck it was. Now I give you all, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Geekscape is for starting a petition. We're going to get Nintendo to make him the third Mario Brother. Here it comes. That's a back up the brings like truck that. on that one. Yeah. 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 Mario yeah. Brother. You're playing the, the CG. Third He's got like a Mario French hat slightly to the side. I can see him back on He's the one who's like. The princess is in my castle. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one who actually gets Princess Peach. Yeah. We finally found yeah. her. It's yeah. Mario rescues her, and then he just Mario shows in up. Just you in are time too to late. Yeah. Chastity just left. Yeah. <laughs> he just drives up in his Mercedes, in his uh, Ferrari. It's like you two idiots were jumping around on mushrooms. Where yeah, is in here with the princess? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Go raise your flagpole, dork. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's been raised I, the last I, I, twenty-five I like years. Super Mario, though. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We're going to make you part of the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Right, pal. Get ready to ride some Yoshi or Princess. Uh, but you guys, listen, we got, we're going to take one last spot break. We're going to come back on Geekscape. We got Michael. We're going to talk about the uh, new new Super Mario Brother. And uh, we're going to talk about some more Better Call Saul and more, 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 more. So set the DVRs for Better Call Saul and we'll be right back on Geekscape. Like all right, Geekscape. We're all having a fun time here on Geekscape. <laughs> it's turned into a party. Michael, you're a cool guy, man. Oh, thank I like you, you brother. Thank you. I like you guys. You just yeah, came in thanks. here. We got you the new gig as the third Mario brother. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're happening. Yeah, uh, you can watch, if you guys like Michael, if you guys have gotten this far, like I love this guy. You can watch him on Better Call Saul season. He plays Nacho. Nacho Varga, which is short for Ignacio. Ignacio. And if you hmm. guys did your Breaking Bad homework, you would notice that when Saul Goodman has his a gun to his head, you guys know what I'm talking about? You still don't? Okay, so when Saul Goodman has a gun to his head by Walter White and J- and oh. uh, Jesse Pinkman, uh-huh. he says, no, 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 are you are you uh, with, from, with the cartel? Who sent you? Lalo? Lalo sent you? It wasn't me. It was Ignacio. Ignacio did it. Huh. And Nacho is short for Ignacio. Oh, oh shit. So there's a pebble right oh, there. Oh, shit. There you go, guys. That will make ripples. Yeah. And get everybody writing. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, one fan, episode fan is that theories. get nominated. Eat up, you, eat up, you nerds, as if the Mario Brothers news wasn't big enough. Yeah. <laughs> All the fan theories. Ray is Ignacio's daughter. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Figure so that Nacho one out. was sent from the future. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. He's time cop. <laughs> yeah, he's time cop. But he's murders amazing. people. <laughs> I love time cop. It's a great movie. It is. This is a Van Damme night. Sim Medic cannot occupy some space. So, guys, uh, we were talking to Michael during the break. He's got a little uh, short film. You got I've a big got, short film. I've got a, sh- a little uh, 11 minute. I don't think a short film. No, 11's good. Yeah, 11 minute, good. Yeah, 11 yeah. minute short film that I did when I was out. And this is, this is a very special sort of personal project for me because I did it. Right out of theater school, never having done any television, you know, before Voss, before Orphan Black, before, you know, Better Call Saul, before knowing, you know, where my career was going to go. Right. A bunch of friends and I said, you know, what can, what if we did this really experimental film? 
you made your first porno. And we made our first <laughs> we porno. We got it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, if we just wanted to sleep together. Well, yeah, but if it's a camera, it's, I could pay you and it's legal. It's a naked. We're out of ecstasy. Fuck <laughs> <Suck> my balls. <laughs> but, uh, but no, we did this short film called Wake Up. And wake up, we're out of ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> wake up wake, and go grab me more ecstasy. <laughs> wake up, I think Billy's not breathing. Wake up, uh, try these mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I feel a lot bigger than Blue. I used to be. Gold coins everywhere. Yeah? I'm my head on the bed. He's been dead for three days. <laughs> that's, no. the, that's the twist at the end. Well, let me They've try to get this in okay. for a little Yeah, of course, of course. But no, it's, it's, it's a... It's a I kind of like the Vaziji one. Yeah. Let's go back to this. No, we're making, that, we're making that short, bro. Yeah. But uh, actually, it, it again, so March 14th, it's going to air on my YouTube channel. It's 11 minutes long. It's a very experimental film. It's unlike anything you've ever seen. We wanted to, to, to try to film what it would be like to be inside someone's head while he's having a nervous breakdown and he's hallucinating. Wow. And so he's at work. He works for a collector's agency and he's got this sort of Alice in, the, in Wonderland rabbit trap in his head. And... Um, you know, it, I showed it to Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould, wow. mm. and um, they called me back, and they they had all the writers uh, around on the on an intercom on a on a speaker. Hey, look what Nacho did. And they, said, yeah. <laughs> they said he sucks. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but they were into it. They 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 really liked it. Wow. And I I, I mean, you know, when you when the, you know someone like Vince calls you and says he likes it, you kind of strain and you pay extra attention and trying to see if he, if he means it or he's right. just being a nice guy. Right. And they really, really liked it. And it kind of made me think, you know, maybe I, I should release this. And um, Or you should have been writing the entire time. It's yeah. something you wrote seven <laughs> years ago. First thing out of school. But no, I, I hope people will like it because it has, you know, when, I think when you're naive as a filmmaker and you don't know anything, you tend to capture that sort of innocence. There's like yeah. an energy to it. Too. Yeah. 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 And that, yeah. And that short film has that. And I, I really can't wait for everybody to see it March 14th it's, it's hard to get that stuff back that like the it's not breaking the rules it's just because you're not because you don't know the you rules know, you're yeah. not purposely exactly. aiming at the rules you're exactly. just you're just trying to express yeah. and yeah. it's that that energy that that pure expression yeah. that is really hard to get back right? and you see people you see people but you but you see people lose it and there's an argument to be made that entire that that entire school of filmmakers from the 70s Coppola and and De Palma and, yeah. and all those guys like when Lucas they, Spielberg. I mean, sadly, when they kicked drugs, it was like, what happened to their movies? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they, right. they used to make these pieces of work that were phenomenal, but they were all kind well, of battling their own demons. wait a minute. You demons. just did a huge jump here. You went from they're great you, to they don't but, do but, drugs but, anymore. Sorry, they're not great anymore. You know what I'm saying, though, right? But like, you see their movies, and, it's like, and their movies are, t- are their movies seem to be about and from other things. It, they're and, very personal, actually. Their their movies, you know. I but just like read, Jack, I just read the the a movie. Uh, my agent sent me a script right. of the making of The Godfather, and huh. they were talking at some point about. But it's making, phenomenal. And it, if you see what those guys went through, it's actually it was extremely personal. You know, Francis was uh, yes. Coppola was saying. I, I read. I think a few, we're saying the same thing though. But you're. Yeah. But I, I'm. I'm taking away the drug thing. Yes. <laughs> so like, yes. I don't want to give that message that you have to do drugs to no. make your best work. Well, I'm the straight right. edge kid. Yeah. Right. Unless he's seen Super Mario and he's yeah. mushrooms. But no, I, I think what we're saying is, 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 is you, when, when you start out, you still, ha- you're still making, you're t- still telling stories about something. You're still, you're still finding it. You're still wrestling with things. Does that make sense? I and think. Then, yeah. You, you need then drama. You hit, then you, you need hit drama. away. Then you hit away where the rules come in. 
and you've done it so long that you're like, man, I'd rather just run a, a winery. Yeah. You, know, you know what? It, you know what <laughs> yeah. it is, honestly. What what I and I, I see what you're saying, and I'm glad you brought it up because this is something that I kind of reflect upon when I'm working with guys who've been doing it for so long, and you tend to feel they get jaded. You you have to always find a reason to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, as an artist, you have to be you have to take a stance for something. I think what happens a lot of times, and I see this in people who get very successful, is that they have nothing to fight for. They're like, because I did it. I did it. I, I've, I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish. I'm I'm successful. I've got money. I'm married. I've got kids. It's just a job. Huh. I think the I think what you need to do is you need to constantly find something to fight for. Mm-hmm. And you notice, you know, I, I was um I was doing a. Uh, uh, guest star on a, on, a, on a TV show when I started my career, and there was a uh, SWAT leader, and I, I and I was just playing around with them. They were showing me how to hold guns and how to do stands. This is on the technical side. He technical, yeah, yeah. He was a real SWAT guy, you know, wow. like a veteran guy who's been doing it for 30 years. And I asked him, I said, "Who are the best warriors? Who are the best SWAT guys?" And he paused and he said, "The greatest fathers, mm-hmm. because." Wow. The great, because the young guy who comes in is only doing it for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's only doing it for his ego. But the the guy who has a kid is literally willing to die for the greater good of others. Right. And I think as an artist, it, it takes a bit of that. It takes a bit of doing it for something greater than you, and constantly. Even if it is dying. As an artist, you know, a, a lot of the, a lot of the great. I mean, I, I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm gonna walk out of the door yeah. here. And say, yeah. Pop. <laughs> it's art. He got his wish. Five, CG. <laughs> it's okay. There's like ten albums worth of content that you've already recorded that yeah. will release posthumously. But 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 I think you have to. I think you have to uh, believe in it so fervently that mm. it uh, it becomes a vocation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what those Possesses guys had you. at the beginning. You know, Coppola couldn't pay the bills. The, he was being Stallone. threatened of being fired. Stallone yeah. had to sell yeah. his dog. Yeah. To get his, and, right and and that that seeps into the film and it's there it's in the texture of the stories that the, you know that we're expecting saying. all that on in March when, and, and when on wake up, up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, 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 yeah. wake up we have, wake up <laughs> what, what is your YouTube That's our expectations are what, so what YouTube channel you it's got? a it's a youtube.com slash Michael Mando films okay all right and March 14th is called wake up and um, now that we've hyped it so much yeah. I don't think I'll release hey, it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't live yeah. up to this you gotta do it you gotta do the it the Godfather no, no. Super Mario wake up <laughs> no of course you guys can find him at, at Mando Michael on, on Twitter and all that but uh, we're gonna start this petition man we're gonna we're gonna get you back to the Mushroom Kingdom. It's gonna happen. You're talking about things to fight for, and why not fight for an and entire kingdom? And why not kingdom? fight for Super Mario? Yeah, yeah. fight for a princess's love. Uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. But listen, if there's one thing you guys do and get out of all of our nonsensical conversation here on Geekscape, this is what I want you guys to do. Watch Better Call Saul. But you know what? If it's your first time watching Better Call Saul, don't start tonight. Go back and watch the first season. It's or, on you know Netflix. What? First season's on Netflix, yeah, and perfect. then second season airs today and every Monday 10 Eastern Time on AMC, and I think the next day it airs on in, on Netflix. So again, oh that's cool. Oh that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Thank, thanks for saving us. Yeah. Here's our gift. You get the episode yeah. right away. Yeah. I think that's pretty. And awesome. And tomorrow on Geekspace. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what we got is uh, we, we go watch Breaking Bad if you haven't already. I'm pretty sure you have. And then of course Better Call Saul, what I call the best show on TV. But I don't think I'm the, alone in that sentiment. Thank you so much for um, this high praise. Hope it, we'll it's live up be to awesome. it. Yeah. 
And of course, we got Geekscape 400 coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Congratulations, uh, guys! You yeah. guys are really fun. He's like, you guys. I are feel really, like I'm really bored. No, yeah. you guys are great. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the Titanic and it's before the iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. You're the women no, and no. children. <laughs> we're the band. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're still playing. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, down. you're on the door, and we'll let you, you float saved. on the door, and we'll sink. You no, get saved. Hey. I draw feel like it's all downhill from uh, here. Michael, will, you, Michael, will you draw me like one of your French girls? <laughs> will I draw you like off? Oh. Yeah. What, what, what? It's a, it's it's a line from Titanic. In the, in the car. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Draw I me like, like the Draw Titanic. me like one of your French girls. Jack. But you know what's funny? As a kid, I do remember thinking, there's room for two on that board. That's what I'm saying. Totally. And I saw this uh, really, really funny kind of like a diagram where they show all the possible positions how they could have both survived. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. She didn't. Nope. She loved them, but she was cold. Yeah. yeah. She wanted I, to be comfortable. Yeah. I love you to a point. He right. was half frozen. Yeah, I don't. She doesn't like to spoon. That's the thing. <laughs> She's like, from the waist down, you're useless to but me. They're great, yeah. they're great actors. They, they're my girlfriend so says that to me all the time. Oh, oh Kenny. Talk about hypothermia. I thought we positive outlook. You you. We're gonna Debbie make you downers? positive. We're, you could do anything with a positive album. Yeah, we're gonna have you dance again. I All just, right. I just some marionette strings. Well, we got this. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll, maybe we'll just scan you into the video game like like Michael and oh. we'll throw you up Can on I the screen. Can I be Boss Junior? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he won't get blown up. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, listen, guys, we gotta wrap this up. All right, this is Geekscape. You're gonna watch Better Call Saul yeah. on AMC. Okay. And you're going to listen to Geekscape every week. we got Geekscape 400 coming up. You're going to follow Michael on Twitter at MandoMichael. He's got Mando Michael Films on YouTube. We've got Geekscape TV. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Geekscape.net. we got all that going on. we got one more show, and that's Geekscape 400. Congratulations, Maybe guys. Maybe I'll throw you a Deadpool special in between now and then. Ooh. I loved that movie. Me too. And I think Ian Kerner and I should break it down for you, Geekscapists. Do it. All right? Yeah. But you guys know where to find us at Geekscape. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, Thanks, guys. Michael. Awesome guest. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That was great. Cheers. Air five. Air five. <laughs> <laughs>